The Midweek Muscle Podcast. Midweek. The Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. Hey, good people. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the Midweek Muscle. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, or whenever you're deciding to listen in to this podcast, I'm glad you joined us. <laughs> Thank you for being here. There's actually space for you. There's tons of space. Look, look around you. Look to the left, look to your right. You see, you see what's happening there? Yeah, that's it. You made space to be just right here. And that's meaningful, not only to me, but it's meaningful to our community. So thank you for finding your way here, regardless of when you found your way to our community. I thank you for joining. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, but good people, welcome. Uh, We're back at it another week, just like we always say, just like we promised. We're just pounding away week by week, aren't we? Just trying to get to it and take another day, take another day and another week down as we work on, you know, fulfilling those ideals or goals or or things that we have to do. We're here. We're here to push you on. We're here to root you on. So if this is your first time, welcome. This podcast was created to give you a little peaceful yet positive perspective to get over the hurdles that we tend to face day to day, week to week, month to month. Those, those hurdles that kind of stand in our way from getting in between us and greatness. Duh. But anyways, yes, thank you for finding us here. We are the little bit of muscle to help you push through your week so you can end it with a bang. And it's strong, you know, get on to the next thing. Uh, but um, welcome, good people. Let's jump right in. June is Health and Wellness Month. Did you know that? I, I don't think I knew that. I think that was new for me. And thanks to our newfound team that brought it to my attention. Wow. Didn't even know that that was a thing. Um, I can't wait for you to meet them. I know I keep teasing this out, but you will meet them and it will be soon. And we're going to do this. Holler. Um, so yes, June is health and wellness month. If you knew that kudos, but if you're just like me and just found out, you're welcome. Give us credit. Duh. Um, this month, all month long, we are going to dig in. How Jay-Z, how are you going to dig in? Well, we're working on meeting the team. Two, we're, we're going to be talking about Pride and Pride Month. Three, we're going to skim a little bit into Men's Health Month and talk about the fathers too. Wow. And more importantly, we're going to double down on this big idea called safety. Well, why we got to double down on safety? Because you need to be secure in your safe zones, mental, emotional, spiritual, social, and physical basically your optimal health zones in order to feel like you can be productive. This month, we're not going to talk about your goals, right? We're not going to talk about anything about your goals or your productivity uh, because we're going to talk about you and why you matter first above all those things, above those big pesky goals that you have that nag at you until you pay attention to them. Yeah, we usually like to talk about goals, but this time around, yeah, they're going to take a back seat. Um, so we have a lot coming in June and we're working hard. So keep, keep, lo- stay locked in with us. 
uh, as we engage you into many concepts and many topics this month that we that that, uh, that I've not had the the pleasure of doing. Like I said, this is my first time hearing about June as Health and Wellness Month. So, do you think any of the prior Junes were focused on Health and Wellness Month? Nope. So <laughs> we're on to something new. So thank you for checking us out. So um, this week is clear. We're going to uh, engage on the health and wellness talk and what it means for you at home, at work, and quite frankly, with your friends. But before we do that, I have a question. Have you ever set out to do something for your own personal wellness? Uh, let's say drinking alcohol, right? You like to have a glass of wine or two at night, or you like to end your night with a nightcap. So let's say drinking alcohol. Let's say you, for your own personal wellness and your own personal health, you said, eh, I'm going to kick the habit this month. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing anything with alcohol all of this month. Only to find that when you go out with your friends for a little outing, little one or two hour outing, not even all that long, you didn't spend, what's 24 times seven, 148, 172, what's that? I hope, I hope to get that math right because that's embarrassing. 168 hours, right? You spend 168 hours like, yeah, I'm a, let's say just one week. I'm gonna kick that habit. I'm not drinking any alcohol just for you to get around your friends to spend like what? Two, three, four hours with them. Two, three, or four hours out of 168 hours, putting it into perspective where you say, no, I'm not touching alcohol at all this week. And you go out for the two, three, or four hours just to find that when you're out with your friends, they put it all in your face. Just like that. Here, have a drink, drink up. Here, this one's on me. Here, double shot. You've had a rough week. Here, triple shot. We don't know what you're doing after this. You're not doing anything anyway, right? Right, who can feel me on that? I mean, it's happened to me more times than I can count. Because I just enjoy wine. They know I do. But when I say, yeah, I'm not going to do that this week. Now all of a sudden, or this month even. Now all of a sudden it's in my face. Like in abundance. <laughs> right? So um, I, it, it's like that idea. Like you're thinking in your head like, dang, I just, I just tried to abstain yesterday. And y'all are already putting it in my face. So the big question around this is, as we talk about health and wellness and what it means for you at home or at work or with your friends, do your friends give you enough space to express yourself freely without consequence of judgment? Now, I don't want you to answer that out loud. If you're like, yeah, my friends let me, like I can very easily go in front of my friends and say, no, I'm not drinking. And I don't have to face the peer pressure as an adult. If I can say that, and secure in saying that, then that's, that's a pretty good deal right there. But if you're feeling like, nah, my friends will make fun of me. They'll call me out. They'll still be like, come, come on, man, come on. And they'll, and they'll pressure me until I do it. Then that's when we have to start thinking about it. Right. Have you ever, because to that point, have you ever tried to set yourself up to practice mindfulness and meditation to reduce stress only to find out that your friends are hitting you up first thing in the morning with drama. And maybe it's not personal drama with you. Maybe it's personal drama with them. Or maybe it's something that's going on at work and you're like, oh, I really didn't want to hear this this morning, right? 
I think I just have to say that it is difficult to focus on wellness when so many people need your time, attention, and energy, number one. And that's why we have to talk about it. You cannot practice in areas of wellness if your support zones or your safe zones, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, if those safe zones aren't intact and your boundaries around the people you love, the people you care about, your friends, your family, anybody close to you, where those boundaries cannot be expressed freely at that. So good people, my big idea for the week is, is just this idea of you get to set the temperature of your temperament. Let me say that again. You get to set the temperature for your temperament. Well, isn't your temperament how you were born? Isn't that, isn't that what makes you you? You're absolutely right. That's your personality. That's your disposition. That's your outlook, right? But your temperature, think of that as in your response. You get to set the temperature of your temperament. So have you ever heard the term, you know, rather it be like, I don't know, reality TV, or you've heard a friend say it, or you've heard somebody out there saying it. Have you ever heard the phrase, yo, I can go from zero to 100 real fast. Maybe not in that exact terminology, but have you heard? They don't know me. I will, I will take this thing to 100 so fast. Your flipping head will spin. Did I go on both sides of the scale there? Could you could you catch the reference? Have you ever heard somebody identify with that phrase? Okay, you have. I have. I know I've said it a couple times in even my lifetime. So, you know, I know that 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 phraseology is out there. So have you ever seen anybody do it though? You know, you hear people say it, people talk a big game, but have you ever seen somebody do it? Like literally flip out. And you're like, whoa, where did that come from? Yeah, you laughing because that was your spouse yesterday. No, I'm just kidding. No, it wasn't. I'm just, I'm just joking. Anyways, chances really are good people is that we don't really go from zero to 100. That's the point I'm making. We don't really go from zero to 100. The chances really are is that we, we started the day already at 95. And maybe we just didn't know it. So why do I say that you can set the temperature of your temperament? Well, let me break it down really quick. Think of your temperament as your reaction or, 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 I'm sorry, think of your temperament as your personality, your nature, your disposition, your outlook on life and the world around you. And think of the temperature as your reaction or like how you respond to things and that, and that thermometer, because we're talking temperature, can go from mild to spicy. Mild is in like, I'm not, I'm going to just let them walk all over me. I, I'm not going to stand up for myself. I don't feel comfortable doing it. I'm just, I'm just a piece at any cost. And spicy is, oh, we fighting, <laughs> right? Rather that be words or fists, right? So think of, think of the temperature scale from mild to spicy, right? But my temperature is truly my response. And so you cannot always control your, um, you, you, you don't get to handpick your consequence. 
you don't get to handpick your outcome, right? You can't say, I'm going to choose this action and I want this outcome. You can't, life doesn't work like that. Um, but you also cannot approach how people or you also cannot control how people choose to approach you either. So where's the winning in this Jay-Z? Like, where do we find winnings or how do we find ourselves coming out with a positive outcome is that you can find the positive outcome in setting the temperature of your response. You get to control your output, you get to control your response, regardless of how somebody approached you, regardless of what action you took, you get to choose your active response. And so you can set the temperature of the interaction and you can ultimately control how spicy you're allowing that interaction to become based off of your initial response. So if I look at somebody in that situation and I, and I, and I'm instantly at 100, well, you know that that person has choices to act defensively or run away, fight or flight, right? Versus if I'm mild and I'm not doing anything about it, then again, the other person's response might be to, well, since they're not saying anything, I'll just keep taking liberties, right? So why is this important? Why do, why do we look at our response and, and the way that we set the temperature is important is because let's take it into something simple as how you start your day. The way you start your day can dictate how the day runs. And that's not always the case, but it is a good indicator That's why if you're like, man, I'm just trying to be in a space where I'm practicing mindfulness. I'm trying to practice calming down. I'm trying to reduce, you know, things that trigger my anxiety. Like we talked about the five, four, three, two, one method last week. Starting your day can be a big indicator for how you're ready to be receptive and how you're ready to respond to those daily stressors. It's also important Because if we desire to dream big, if we desire to have goals, and I know that we said we would set goals in the passenger seat this month, but if you have those things in the passenger seat and you're working to meet those goals that are now sitting in the passenger seat halfway, or you're working to meet them, then we too should desire to reach a level of productivity that allows us to get there together and not one taking precedence over the other. Oh, I must sacrifice my quality of relationships to get to my goals. Oh, I must sacrifice myself to get to my goals. Or, oh, my goals don't have a place in my life because I'm placing me first, right? How do we get there together instead of one being in the driver's seat all the time? Determination, strength, grit, humor, creativity, and peace, they all have space for you and your well-being and your goals to exist in the same um in in the same space without one taking precedence over the other one coming over the other one being first and the other one always taking a back seat right so we talk about that because if we think about the 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 other end where a string of unhealthy habits along with an overloaded, overstimulated, spicy mindset can also work against us 
and getting to where we ultimately want to be. So if I approach my, if I respond to every adverse event with a spicy response or a 95 to 100 response or a, oh, they know not to mess with me response or I'm always filled with trauma and negativity before I even get started on my day response, then we can know that those things have the ability to work against us. And so, you know, we think about all those things and ask, well, where does it, where, what happens with friends and acquaintances? And this is where it gets a little tough to talk about, but it's important to identify is that because people, especially your close people who should know and or understand you, Man, that they should be mindful not to approach you with negative energy the first part of your day if you set that boundary. But if you don't, then imagine people will approach you with whatever's on their mind the first part of the day, period. And so why might I say, why might I say people, especially people close to you, shouldn't approach you the very first thing in the morning with negative energy. Why do you think I asked that? That's okay. I'm not going to answer that. I think you should answer that. You think about it. Think about it and, and say that. Allah. Why, why is it okay to have a boundary that says the people that are close to me that feel comfortable calling me at like seven, five, six, seven o'clock in the morning to have a conversation should be mindful that the first thing I don't want to hear is negative energy. Why might I say that? And why is it important for you to maybe consider that? I'll let you answer it. And while you're thinking of that, I would like to share a quick blurb uh, that comes from uh, goes in online about the benefits of becoming mindful of the thoughts that ruminate in our mind and those thought patterns and how they can work for or against us. It's about a minute. Check it out. Do you ever wonder about your thoughts? They're fascinating, really. Some scientists estimate we have up to 70,000 thoughts a day. Thoughts are always coming and going, and they affect how we feel. Imagine for a moment that each thought is a train, and your brain is a busy train station. Some thoughts just speed by, and others linger for a while. A thought might even park itself for a long stay at the station. And when that thought is unpleasant, it can make us feel things like sadness, anger, frustration, hurt, or just uncomfortable. So what do we do when we feel this way? Well, naturally, we try to avoid the thought. Sometimes we even try to change it or quash it. But research shows None of this works to get rid of the thought. In fact, if you want a thought to go away, one of the best things you could do is practice mindfulness. Let the train of thoughts come through the station. When one parks itself in the station, don't run from it, don't judge it, and don't try to change it. Just notice it. Just observe it from the outside. If you feel uncomfortable, know this. The feelings are temporary. They will pass. And if you can mindfully observe your thoughts, they too shall pass. And there it is. 
this too shall pass. Good people, there it is. What I like about this blurb is that it offered advice asking us not to tuck away what's causing our worry and to acknowledge his presence. Because like a hungry stomach, if you choose not to feed it, the agony only becomes more present. Like a squeaky wheel with like oil, without oil rather. The the squeak only gets louder and louder the longer it goes without oil. Um, and so good people, mindfulness is a beast when it comes down to how to set boundaries around how I set the temperature of my temperament. Because it asks for us to do something that is a bit unnatural and to push ourselves to recognize what we are kind of working to put away, right? I don't want to be focused on having a bad mood. I don't want to focus on that no that I was told. I don't want to focus on that negative thing. I don't want to focus on that 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 fear of not making it. I don't want to focus on those things, but they only grow when we try to stifle it, right? So this week, if you feel yourself going from zero to 100 real quick, ask yourself, am I, am I already at 95? What's, what's within me needing attention that I can acknowledge and allow for it to just be without trying to stifle, tuck, or make it go away? But to that same question, what emotion am I trying to push onto myself that I don't necessarily feel at the moment? Again, what I loved about the offering of that, the, the blurb, never mind the cheesy music, but the blurb that came with it was that feelings will come and go. Emotions will pass. And so if I'm, if I'm trying to push an, emo, an emotion on myself that doesn't, that isn't really prominent at the moment. Is that really being authentic? And just allow myself to breathe. Again, if we go back to the 54321 method that we talked about last week, if you haven't checked it out, please do go check it out or follow up with a real conversation with myself that asks, are you okay? And if not, what do you need? Not what do you want, but what do you need? then maybe I can start having real conversations about what I need and how to go about getting those. I can get into a whole bit about worrying and worrying habits and all those things, but I'm not going to go there. We can say that for another time. But I really do want you guys to understand that you, you have full control of setting the temperature of your temperament. And when you are in control of setting the temperature around you, then people know how to approach you in your interactions, right? Um, and if they don't, you very easily, you very easily or very mindfully, rather, I'll say that, you very mindfully can choose to engage them with the temperature of your temperament. You can tell them your tone, your expectations, your pace. And if it doesn't match, then you don't have to engage it. And if they respect you, they'll either go away with the drama or they'll tone it down to be in a space where you can receive it. And when you can be a great listener too. 
Because it's not always just about me, 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 and what I can get out of it. But it's truly about how can I be the best version of myself for myself first, then being that best version of myself for the other people around me, because they will mutually benefit if you feel well. Somebody approaching you with drama when you, when you already don't feel well, doesn't make for a good outcome anyway. They feel you're not listening and it's probably because you don't desire to listen or you don't want to because you're dealing with something else. So I think I made my case in point for this week. It's, it's, it's an idea that I think maybe if you need to practice in mindfulness because there's a lot going on and you find yourself feeling like you can go from zero to a hundred real quick, just know that you're empowered to set that temperature. So you don't have to go from zero to 100. You can actively choose like, let me bring that down a notch. But before I do, let me operate in a place that allows me to calm down and release some of that tension that I feel and being aware and mindful of what I'm feeling so I can express accordingly. And hey, good people, as we track with us this month, as we take a journey down the walks of identifying safety and what that means during Health and Wellness Month, along with celebrating pride. Um, but hey, let's get to it. Let's work it out. Um, let's work on taking five minutes to practice mindfulness techniques. I know daily is a lot, but if you can work on like maybe every other day and then transition it to every day, that could be, that could be a really awesome thing. I know I'm working on it daily Uh, just because I'm working on it doesn't mean you have to, but you know, uh, but anyways, good people, I hope you can take your five minutes today. I hope you can take it tomorrow. I hope you can take it through the rest of the week. Deep breaths, deep, deep breaths. YouTube, how to take great deep breaths. Google it. You'll find some really great techniques out there. Um, and as always, if we can manage to mind, uh, if we can manage to operate in mindfulness daily and we get to set the tone and the pace for how we function through our days, even if adversity approaches us, we'll find ourselves approaching our outcomes uh, with a little more grace instead of reactivity because we did something we didn't intend to do. But as always, let's try to practice this week. Let's see what the outcomes are. Let's see if it helped. If it helped you, I'd love to know what it did. Please send me a message, jz at themidweekmuscle.com. Send a message through any one of the social media platforms. Look us up at the Midweek Muscle, all social media, except for Twitter, at Midweek Muscle. Good people, I hope this was helpful for you. I'm going to take my mindfulness and well wellness into today and tomorrow and the following week. And I'll let you know what the outcomes are for me. And until then, let's make it a great week. Let's be mindful. And as always, let's go.